Welcome to the Scrap Paper Pioneers podcast. This is our third episode and today we're going to be talking about rest. Now rest is such a keystone habit for life and business and mate, it's really misunderstood and overlooked. So this is a great thing we're going to dive into today. Super excited. So I picked up CrossFit. Uh, last end of end of last yearish, um, and my CrossFit trainer, who is absolutely amazing, um, has introduced this thing at the end of our workouts. Um, it's like a literally a four minute meditation, and so we stretch and we warm down, and then we sit on the ground and just do this four minute meditation, and it is so cool. I was thinking about it on my ride home, and um, just thinking how amazing it is to have that literally four minutes that is hardly any time at all 240 seconds like that is nothing if my maths is correct and um it was it's I find it so profound like the first minute is just thinking of of something that you're grateful for and then the second minute was um she kind of let it let us through it and the second minute was like thinking of someone that you love and just like kind of lifting them up and thinking of them and the third one um, was thinking about what success would feel like in your day. And then um, the fourth minute was just kind of listening and seeing where your thoughts were going and just kind of observing what you were, where your mind was going. And it was so, so cool. And, yeah, it kind of got me thinking about rest and what does it mean to rest, to stop, um, and just to kind of hit pause and take a breath because I think it's such an important thing in life and it's something that I've been really trying to learn and do better because um, I'm very good at just pushing and keeping going and so it's really nice to kind of learn to take a break and stop. So yeah, we're going to explore what does rest look like, what is rest, um, how does it look different for different people in different seasons and stages of life and yeah, really, really looking forward to it. But yeah, so just a total shout out first to um, my CrossFit trainer and her business, um, Tribe Fitness. If you're in the Wellington region in New Zealand, totally go check it out on Facebook. Come along to a class. It'd be so cool to see you there. But it's it's just such an awesome environment. Um, shameless plug. But yeah, it's it's so amazing, I think, to just kind of be exploring rest. And it's been a journey that I've been on for a while now. And it's something that I've really had to learn a lot about and be quite intentional with. So I, um, it's crazy to think how far I've come actually, probably like even a couple of years ago, I remember I would like stop and have like a break or like there was a holiday or something and I would just get sick. And like, it was almost as if everything was kind of catching up with me. And obviously you can't make up for sleep deficit and all that kind of stuff. But um yeah, it was it was crazy, and so I think that's something I've really tried to build into my life. And um, so now, what I try to do is I, I'll try to block out one day a week where I just try to just try to do nothing and and not expect myself to do stuff and get things done. And yeah, but this weekend it was so tempting. Um, it got to Friday, and I was just in one of those kind of ready to go and get stuff done in it like places um and I was not looking forward to having Saturday off I was like no I just want to do these things so I've been working on a part of our house and painting our like our stairwell 
um, and just kind of making it look a bit nicer. And it's been kind of unfinished for probably a, quite a while now. And I was so keen to just spend the whole Saturday and just finish it off. And I was so tempted. But I had to tell myself no. Like I had to tell myself no. Like tomorrow you're going to take a break and, and just take a day off. And I did that. And I'm so glad that I did. Uh, at the time, it was a really challenging decision to make. It was really hard. But I'm really grateful. Like I woke up on Sunday morning feeling really refreshed and ready to go for a new week. Um, yeah, and just kind of passionate about things again, which is which is always really good. But it's so interesting. So I try start kind of like um, 7 p.m. ish on Friday nights, depending on what's happening, and just try get all the things like task wise, whether it's around the house or at work, done before then, and then kind of switch off phones or stay off my laptop or avoid like literally when I was working from home I would pack up my desk in my room and put it in my wardrobe so I couldn't even see it um like just removing kind of those things in my environment that would mean that I I knew I really wanted to get that thing done and it's so challenging can I just say that resting is so hard especially if you know you've got things to do. Rest is one of those things that I deprioritize really, really easily. Um, and it just kind of slips. And if something else comes up, I'll be like, oh, it's all good. I'll survive. Like I can just push through. And um, and there are totally seasons where I think that people need to do that. And I'm definitely in a moment in life where I um, – I don't have a family or things like that that I don't have to focus on and so I have the capacity to be able to take like a full day off which is crazy and I'm so grateful for that but yeah it's really really interesting because I wrap myself up my identity who I see myself my self-esteem and all the things that I see myself doing um whatever that is whether I like sport or work or whatever categories are in your life um often we can get tied up in those spaces and see that as who we are and yes it's such an important part of who we are is is what we do and what we contribute but it's also that kind of awareness that actually I am here just to kind of be and enjoy the moment like it's really really interesting I was making breakfast um, a few mornings ago now and I noticed like I dropped something and that's usually a first sign that I'm going quite fast um, is that I start to get a little bit careless and I'll just try to cut corners and things but I dropped a container on the ground and that was a cue for me it was a trigger I was like okay Ella you are going way too fast right now you need to slow down try to take a deep breath and yeah so that kind of thing building those cues into your life so you can acknowledge and be like okay I'm feeling stressed or I'm going too fast or I'm doing too much starting to recognize those signals um, so that you can take care of yourself really really well is an awesome first step um, but yeah so I just cued myself on that I was like okay and so I slowed down I chopped the fruit that I was cutting out for my granola slower and took a breath and I actually enjoyed it like it's amazing how much that switch and pace 
impacts your kind of perception and just how you're feeling like instantly stress levels go down and I'm like oh it's all good like it's okay take a breath enjoy what's happening don't get so caught up in the fact that you've got to be somewhere in 20 minutes sometimes stress can be a good thing don't get me wrong if you're running late you probably should maybe try a little bit sometimes there's healthy stress but then there's that stress that if it's reoccurring all the time um, that's kind of when you need to start noticing those signals and cue yourself to change what's happening or you'll change those reoccurring behaviors so that it's just a little bit nicer so that you can actually enjoy the life that you're living like the fact you can hear birds like this morning when I woke up um, at some crazy hour of the morning <laughs> before my alarm which was not nice I could hear the birds and it's the first thing I heard I was like oh that is so cool and I think for me that's a really good thing I know when I'm slowing down I know that's when I'm starting to notice little things like the color of the sky or how that person is feeling like you can tune in to people around you a lot easier like it, it's amazing it's so amazing but do you ever uh, I don't know go back to your work week or uh, you're talking to someone on Monday and you get the question how was your weekend or what did you do in your weekend I find sometimes I can't even remember what I did which is it's kind of like I don't know it's kind of crazy and it makes me feel like I have nothing to show for the past two days of my life and Friday night you know it's so interesting and I was reflecting on it and my instant thought was to check my calendar on my phone I was just thinking like oh what did I do I was like oh maybe my my calendar can give me a cue and be like ah this is what you got up to this is how you spent these hours or that kind of thing it's so interesting I observed myself going to my phone and checking my calendar to find out what I'd done and I just wonder how much time I value because of the output of or what there is to show like it's such an interesting thought that time has to have an output or being productive you have to have something to show or someone asks you what you got up to in your day you can't just say that you sat and looked out the window all day even though that's maybe what Albert Einstein said a lot of work is is looking out the window thinking which is so interesting it's the different perceptions of how you spend time even the language we use around how we talk about time or how did you spend your weekend or um, talking about how you spent your day it's like you're investing in something and when you invest in something in the financial world you want to be seeing an output or kind of a return on that and so I think in some way you've got to build a really healthy um, kind of balance between one yes like being able to contribute is such a cool thing to be able to do and be able to produce something to share with someone or um, to ha have a service that you share with someone, all those kinds of things. That's really, really cool. But then also on the other side, having a really healthy relationship with time and the fact that you don't see time as this big looming thing that ends up sucking all the joy out of each moment. 
And so just being kind of aware of that and holding the two in both hands and knowing that sometimes, yeah, it's good to get stuff done and it's good to um, progress on those ideas that you have. But then in other times, knowing that things do take time and don't go to plan. And when you have that healthy respect for time in a way, you build a really flexible approach to when things maybe don't go to plan or go wrong, I know when I'm not in Arkham in a calmer state, I'm much more willing to see the things that maybe seem more inconvenient or aren't, weren't in the schedule. Like those random conversations when you run into someone, when you're running an errand and, and in a rush kind of thing. Um, you don't see those as hassles. You see them as a really cool moment to interact with someone and and check in with them and see how they're doing and learn from them which is so cool when you totally approach life in a different way when you have that really healthy relationship with time I see a real parallel in the same kind of space with my relationship to social media and how I interact with platforms like Instagram or Facebook um because I I don't know I just like I joke with friends sometimes, like if you didn't take a photo or you didn't get the stats of, or I don't know, you didn't get a video or, or some kind of post of doing something, whether it's a hike or a trip that you went on or a place you visited or like, did it really happen if you didn't take a photo, that kind of thing? Like it's a joke, but at the same time, I I wonder how much I've tied myself to like actually I have to have something to show like it if it didn't happen if I didn't get the stats if I don't know what kind of time I run um what time what kind of time I ran like it, it doesn't count for anything and that's such an interesting thought for me because um I kind of stepped out of the social media space maybe a couple of years ago um I just yeah I just stopped having it on my phone um which is r- really really great and since then I've been building up and now I just don't have the apps at all and don't go on them and that's for a lot of reasons one because I can get sucked into scrolling quite easily um but also just the fact that I found when I had social media I felt as though I was building something to show for my life like if I did something that seemed kind of Instagram worthy then that was shared and that my life to be able to say that I'm kind of living a cool life or living living a life in in general and doing things and having something to show for how I'm spending my time coming back to the idea of viewing time as like an investment through that kind of mindset um it's such an interesting thought of how does that kind of reinforced that thinking pattern of oh I have to be able to share my stats with someone for this run I like which is so good I totally taking photos for memories that's awesome um getting pbs getting stats when you're out um doing fitness or going for a run is so cool it's such a great way to measure things but I think it comes from the intention so like with me in social media my intentions were I want to show people that I'm doing something cool with my time and this is what I'm up to. It's not uh, maybe so much of a genuine thing of like me sharing a photo with my family to talk about a trip. 
like in a more intimate conversation of telling a funny story it was me sharing a photo to be like this is this really cool thing I did you guys should see this and it it's something that I think my intention of operating in the space of social media was not what I wanted it to be and so I stepped out of that space and so it's so interesting looking at that and then pulling it back to my overall relationship with time and going okay how can I build a healthy relationship with time how can I make sure that I am able to enjoy life in the moment without feeling like it has to be something that I have to be able to show other people that I have to be able to say that it's Instagram worthy or that it was a real high moment or I did something really really cool Um, because some moments in life are so amazing that you could just get absorbed into it and completely forget to pull your phone out which I think is so cool and that's a space that I'm in now that I really appreciate but your relationship with social media could be totally different Um, it was just my personal intentions of being in that space wasn't that healthy I don't think for me but I think the overall idea is just building self-awareness that you're doing what you're doing for yourself whether you're going out for a run or what you're wearing or um, hanging out with someone to kind of I don't know build build a bit of a friendship or um, literally anything along those lines you're doing it for yourself or for the other person maybe out of service Um, or just out of relationship because often it helps us feel fulfilled and like we've contributed or challenging yourself whatever the the thing is but just for yourself not working towards this external validation where to be validated you have to have something to show like you've got to have a result to give and this is such an interesting one as well because the results might not be what's normal or considered normal in society for example if I went for a really really great run um I by society standards a great run could be classed as cracking my personal best but for me a great run could be I was so in the rhythm and in focus and in this like state of flow and I didn't have music in and I was just kind of really in tune with what was happening and just appreciating the environment that could be a great run as well so results can look different depending on your perspective and so it's really important that we don't hinge our ideas of value of the things that we're doing in our lives or how we spend our time on how other people see them because other people's values are going to be totally different to you and that's all good that's totally cool. Like for you, you might really enjoy social media um, and I just don't and that's all good. Um, It's different kind of values and ways of seeing the world and there's nothing wrong with that. It's really cool. There's strength in seeing things differently and it's just really important to know that. It's just building that self-awareness to be able to go, oh, this is why I'm doing this. This is where I'm coming from. This is my intention. Yeah, it's so good. But I remember someone saying a while back that this is one of the reasons I kind of stepped out of the social media space was the idea that you could look at someone's Instagram profile and 
be able to describe what they wanted to portray of themselves. So, for example, if I pulled up my own Instagram profile um, maybe a year or so ago, I would have wanted to say that I was portraying the fact that I was like adventurous, that I had friends, (laughs) that I um, was kind of outdoorsy, I liked getting out and doing things. Yeah, those are the kind of things I would say that I was wanting to portray. But you could do that for any profile or any person and be like, oh, these are the things, the messages that they're wanting to convey through their Instagram. And I found that so interesting because I think those things are true of me. But at the same time, I think I was seeking external validation to be like, yeah, this is totally who I am. It's the version of myself I was portraying and maybe not fully authentic although that is totally a part of me I wasn't showing all the aspects of my life and that's good totally don't overshare on social media don't recommend but um yeah it's just that kind of awareness of what you're sharing and why you're sharing it so when we're exploring what rest is and what rest looks like in our lives it's really cool to be able to go and firstly, look at how you, like the paradigm that you view time through. Do you view time as something that you have to have an output or something to show for it? Um, do you view time as an investment? Do you kind of have a bit of a balance? Maybe you draw on time as an investment in some occasions and then you draw on time, but also as something to be able to be enjoyed and cherished for the moment it's a really maybe delicate relationship and thing to hold in those two spaces but just kind of looking at how you view time will help you to determine what rest looks like for you because uh, I know for some people rest for them could be doing something that they don't normally get to do So they could still be producing some kind of output. So for example, I know someone who does really well, it helps them to recuperate by creating something because they don't create stuff in their normal lives so much in their day-to-day. And so by having a bit of a creative outlet or being able to build something or do a bit of a renovation project, it's really cool. That's a great way for them to rest. But for other people, rest could be maybe doing something that doesn't have so much of a physical output so it could be going for a walk or just meandering through the street somewhere or I don't know reading a book um literally anything so asking yourself what rest looks like for you is kind of dependent on what your life looks like um Rob Bell has this great saying that it's like rest is um something that's kind of different to your every day um, and it's a bit of a refresher in the way, and you leave the the human doing side of things and focus on the human being. So look at the paradigm you view time through. Look at your intentions behind how you spend your time and why you do the things that you do. And then another great thing that I've found is an, is environmental design. So I mentioned earlier that I kind of packed my desk up entirely when I was working from home um, so that I wasn't kind of tempted to work. 
because that was an easy trap for me to fall in. And the fact that I've deleted apps from my phone entirely to stop myself from getting sucked into scrolling and this idea that I have to have something to show for my time. And so it's really cool to be able to go and design your environment. It's such a powerful concept to be able to know that what you've got in your spaces, your workplaces, your home, reinforces the habits and the routines that you want it to reinforce and once you can kind of understand that you know that you can curate and change habits or things that maybe are in your life currently that you don't think are serving you properly through changing your environment so when I first kind of stumbled across the concept of environmental design um I started charging my phone on the other side of my room so that I wasn't going on my phone at night time and I would charge it on the other side of the room so that I had to get out of bed and now I charge up my wardrobe so that I have to like open a door and anyway there's steps involved but put those things in place to make sure that you're trying to reaffirm the things that you want to reaffirm and so when we're looking at rest how you can apply environmental design to rest is really, really interesting. When you look at, if you've got a, to, like if you're a to-do person, like you have a list of things, what does it look like for you to put that list down for a day? Do you have a list on your fridge or your whiteboard somewhere that you see? Can you cover it up intentionally? Can you remove those kind of cues that trigger you to be like, oh, I've got to do these things and i got to get this going. Can you turn your phone on silent? Can you release yourself? Can you let your maybe work colleagues or the other people in your life know, hey, guys, today I'm not actually doing such and such. I'm just going to be having a bit of a break Um, and just letting them know that that's happening. And it kind of frees you up in a way to just be able to rest. So look at how you can design your environment to be able to rest better or learn how to rest because it's a real journey. It's something that's quite counterculture as well, um, this, this concept of rest in this world of go, get it, produce, um, which is which is really cool in its own right, but it's also so great to be able to rest and take a time to refresh and reset and understand why we do the things that we do and just kind of have a new appreciation for time and, and the moments that you're given and the fact that you get to live another day is really, really cool. But it's such a fantastic time for me, I think, rest. Um, Just for me, it's a whole day to just detach from this feeling of needing to be needed in a way. Like I get kind of addicted to the fact that, um, oh, like I'm a crucial part of this thing. And if I wasn't here, it would fall apart without me. Like, I don't know. I tell myself all these random things that I know totally aren't true and having a day of rest kind of reminds me like hey Ella the world will still spin without you (laughs) which is kind of a it's a it's a really humbling thing to get into the mindset of that's what I find rest really good for but you might have a totally different reason why you why you want to rest or recuperate a bit more and build that habit in your life and so I really encourage you just look at your life currently and see how you can intentionally build in some time of rest. I find if you can find maybe a longer period of time, like the four-minute meditation is such a cool practice to just to be able to recenter 
um, in a short space of time. But I think longer periods of rest as well are really, really cool because you can kind of um, allow your brain to switch off a little bit from everything else that's happening in your world at that time. And it kind of lets you switch head spaces effectively because if you've got a short space of time, it can be quite hard to switch off. That's what I find personally. But yeah, I know people who try to set aside a couple of hours in their week to go for a wander on the beach or um, or just go sit down at a cafe. There are so many different ways you can build a routine of rest into your life. Just a time to just sit and just enjoy the moment. Um, I know for me, even reflecting on my week and kind of looking at how things went I don't like to do that on days that I I rest just because I I see it as something that's a doing like it's trying to improve something or work on something and so I leave that out of my day of rest but for you rest might be totally taking a moment to think and reflect on your day or what's been happening but rest is such a keystone habit and it will literally I honestly think it'll change your life. And so I really encourage you to look at your life currently and look at environmental design, building self-awareness. Are there cues that you can think of when you're um, maybe going into a place that's not a place of of enjoying the moment or having a healthy relationship with time? Um, so like for me, a cue, like I noticed the other day when I went for a walk, I was walking really, really fast my shoulders were tensed up and my face muscles were kind of tight and I noticed that my shoulders were tensed and that was a cue for me to go okay take a moment and just rest and relax so I physically relax my shoulders I relax my face muscles all that kind of thing just cueing yourself so learning those cues what works for you setting aside some time some like a slot of time whether it's an hour or half an hour two hours or a full day or if you try to have a holiday, maybe like a week, that kind of thing. However you can, just build it into your life. I just think it's so important. And can I just say as well, rest, it helps your health, your immune system, which is epic. Like it has such an awesome flow on effect for your well-being as, as a whole person. But yeah, just to close, I think it'd be so cool to finish with a quote from Seven Habits of Highly Effective People um, that I read. And it's it's a really cool quote. It's sometimes when I consider what tremendous consequences come from the little things, I am tempted to think that there are no little things. That's Bruce Barton. Sometimes when I consider what tremendous consequences come from little things, I am tempted to think that there are no little things. So if you consider rest as something like I do a lot of the time, something that can be deprioritized or not as important or just isn't possible even, um, totally see if you can question how you view it um, because it's not a, it's not a little thing. It's a really, really, really big thing. Although we can see it as a little thing, it has such huge flow on effects in our life.
rest such a good topic thanks so much for tuning in today i hope you found it really valuable and this is the end of our third episode flick us an email at scrapyperpioneers if you have any thoughts or ideas that are buzzing around or takeaways would love to connect and hear from you but yeah no have the best week